You're listening to Quantum Childhood, a Tales from the Loop actual play podcast presented by Geek at Arms. My name is Brian, I'll be the Game Master. Let's introduce our players. Well, hi, I'm Jacob. I play Kevin, the popular kid, who's like 13 or something. I'm John. I play Joe Mar Smith. I'm the rocker kid, about 14 years old. Uh, I am Jacob, not the same one, and I play Cody the Hick. This is Episode 7 of the Four Seasons of Mad Science, Creatures from the Cretaceous, Part 2. Alright, so when last we left you, you had just escaped Dorothy Green's farm, <laughs> closing the gate behind you narrowly avoiding the velociraptors and being saved by denver the triceratops all right denver looking out the rear view for uh cody and uh who else was in the it was joe mar and cody in the in the i believe so yeah and the other two in the bed looking backward seeing that triceratops just thrash those raptors because as vicious as they are they are no match for five tons of triceratops That's what we like to see. <laughs> yep. So you go tearing off carefully and timidly uh, down the road, and Lena Peterson's farm isn't too far away from what Dorothy said, uh, but it's still going to take you a little time to get there because you're not a real confident driver. And you estimate you're about halfway there when uh, you see another small group of velociraptors circling around the bottom of a tree, looking up at it and looking to see what they, what they've got uh, trapped. You see those three teenagers from before Mara muffin and spike are up there looking panicked. Oh, Hmm. I'm going to, so we keep driving slow, the slow, the truck to an idle. the, The velociraptors seem to be focused on the teens. Yes, they are at the moment. Okay. However, they do hear you as you approach, and one of them swivels back to look at you. It kind of cocks its head to one side, not quite sure what this strange beast coming up is, but it doesn't look like it's something that's uh, food necessarily, so they don't come charging at you. All right. Jomar? Yo. I think we need to get them out of the tree. Uh, Yeah. You didn't see what they did to the the guy in the cabin, but I did. Okay. So do we, do we, are we a battering ram now or are we more, more um, strategic at this? (laughs) I roll down my window. Hey, Kevin, (laughs) you seeing this? And I, I gesture at the tree. How far are we from the tree right now, Brian? How far do you want to be? Cody? Uh, yeah. I don't know, 50 yards or so, 40 or 50 yards. All right. So we're sitting at an idle, right? Yep. Okay. How do we want to play this? Well, so here's what here's what I'm thinking. I, okay. I think that if we get under the tree, they can drop down into the bed. But we've got people in the back, and they'd be in the back too. And I don't know. If they can jump, to, I I didn't see him jump back at the farm, but uh, nasty, some nasty yeah. critters. I'm I'm thinking they could probably get a little vertical going, at least to get to the edge and and clasp. To answer Kevin's question real quick, there are three of them that okay. you can see. 
Okay. Do we have anything that we can use as bait? Check the check the glove compartment. Okay. All right. I'm going to look in and see. Um, hmm. I'm seeing an old notebook, a uh, pen. Um, we should have brought the meat with oh, us. Is there any beef jerky? Darn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's this half-eaten. It looks like a Jolly Rancher, but <laughs> no. I don't know what else I see, Brian. That's about it. Half-eaten Jolly Rancher. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's not the flavor I like. So, yeah, it was the uh, green apple, and I'm just not a fan. So You know, I feel like she would have sent us with some snacks. Maybe some beef jerky? Kevin, you use your flair already, right? (laughs) (laughs) Joe, Mark, give me a tinker roll. Okay. Ah, nope. Okay. All right, so that's that's pretty much all the resources that you found in the glove box. <laughs> okay. Um, nothing, nothing terribly helpful, unless the dinosaurs like hard candy. Yeah, I mean it is green apple. I don't know. <laughs> so at fifty yards away, Cody's Cody's driving. Mm-hmm. Kevin, do you can you get a hold of uh, James's bat? I've got mine up here. Cody, what if? Um, what if Kevin and I, as you drive towards one or two of them, if you can ram them, we'll be prepared to take a swing at the other one or two, and then the kids can jump down with us, and then if you can just haul, man, we'll we'll try to make it out. What do you think? Full frontal assault, huh? I well, I mean, it's uh, worth a try. Know, I mean, give me the something. Truck still counts as plus three. Mm-hmm. What if we did donuts yeah, around the tree? You and I can be sticking out the window. I, we can uh, we can rope these we can rope these doggies, you know. <laughs> I don't know if you necessarily want to be tied to one of the monsters. <laughs> uh, but everybody, give me a uh, comprehend roll. All right. Wow, what? my brain's working this time. <laughs> I like this. Not my night. <laughs> All right, Cody. It occurs to you. A dinosaur probably has never heard a car horn before. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, let's it just does run occur into to me. it. While honking. <laughs> That's a light bulb moment for sure. It'll think we're a big dinosaur. All right. Denver's cool. Brother. So I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the plan then, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that idea in in reserve. All right. You ready, Jomar? Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. You ready, Gavin? Absolutely. And I kinda I rev the truck nervously and then I Okay. Drive straight towards them. So I want to try driving at okay. one of them, and then uh, at the last moment, I'm going to just get on the horn. Okay, you know, like okay. my life and the lives of other people depends <laughs> on it. Yeah, and I'm sitting. Right. I'm sitting in the passenger door window, holding on just in case I need to like jump towards Kevin or jump just just to be prepared. All right, and so you're going. The plan is you're going to stop under the tree, fend off the raptors with the baseball bats and try and get the Mara muffin and spike down into the bed of the truck. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Tell ram, them to jump ram, the, ram them if we need to, but yes. Yeah. All right. So then I will need a tinker roll from Cody. Okay. And force rolls from the rest of you three. And I'll go ahead and roll Billy's since he is. Do we use the, um, no. our baseball bats? <gasps> did All you, right. did you use the uh, plus three? Yep, I did. did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, the bats apply plus one each. Okay. I guess I should... Do I want to use my luck? 
and My I'll use luck point. Billy's uh, knife. Okay, so you'll we'll need three successes overall. Okay. All right, okay. Kevin coming oh, in for okay. once. All right, so we've got uh, four successes. This is overall, I think, a force thing. So would Kevin see. singing uh, a song help? No. <laughs> but what is he singing? Uh, the immigrant song. Wow. <laughs> and he's like blaring it because he's scared <laughs> and all that adrenaline. <laughs> so, Kevin, since you got the most successes, you may okay. choose a bonus effect. Oh, okay. They aren't like carrying anything or have any robotic stuff on them, right? Like a collar or something. I want to do you don't need to roll to overcome the exact same trouble in the future. Okay. Nice. So future encounters with the Velociraptors, you will be able to get past them without having to roll, which is a good choice. Oh, uh, yeah. It was that or humiliate them. It was a really hard choice. <laughs> <laughs> Cody guns the engine. The truck roars forward. The Velociraptors, upon hearing all of this noise, look startled, look up. And then when he blares on the horn, they just scatter in every direction because they think something big and and dangerous is coming to attack them. You pull up under the tree. Billy and Kevin are, are gesturing to the teenagers to get down into the truck. The Velociraptors have not retreated very far, but when they see that their intended prey is jumping down onto the back of this strange beast, they come charging back out of the trees at you. But Billy, Jomar, and Kevin are ready and waiting for them with those bats and knife beat them about the head. And as soon as all three teenagers are in the back of the truck, Cody takes off again up the road. Yay. So then, uh, (laughs) uh, all three of them, although they're, they're tough looking dressed in leather and studs, they've got their weapons and their cigarettes. Uh, they are in fact, very shaken up. Muffin and, and Mara are, are almost, they're, they're in tears. They're, they're crying. Spike is looking uh, almost comatose. And of course, she's in a bad way because she doesn't have a jacket. <laughs> Mara says, oh, th- thank you very, very much. Thank you. You saved our, you saved our lives. We're, we're so sorry we attacked you earlier. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have, do you have Spike's coat? She's very cold. Uh-huh. Kevin doesn't quite remember what he did with that. I'm in the front, right? <laughs> yeah, so you can't talk to them. So I can't uh, talk to him. All right. <laughs> Billy no. set it on fire and threw it at a Velociraptor. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I no, we don't have your coat. <laughs> <laughs> Billy says we uh, kind of set it on fire <laughs> to drive off one of the dinosaurs. It was pretty epic, though. <laughs> totally. Mara scowls, but she can't really drum up too much anger because you did, after all, save her from dinosaurs. And uh, you're still tooling up the road. She says, "Where where are we going now? This is not the way back to not the way back to town." No, we're going forward to the past. <laughs> forward to past. I don't know what that means, but okay. So I'm gonna muffin speaks up. Okay. Uh, m- maybe he means something like. Uh, we're 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 going to where the dinosaurs are coming from because that's in the past, right? 
Oh yeah, bingo! You won a prize. <laughs> so I'm going to lean over to Cody while they're while they're talking, and I'm going to say, "Cody, you doing okay? That was that was really epic back there, man." Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just glad everybody's all right. My driving leaves much to be desired, I guess. Cody's oh, doing it. Y'all did good Stoic work. Look, dude, you were like a superstar, man. <laughs> How much longer do you think we've got till that farm? Uh not too long, I think. So after another 10 minutes or so, uh, you pull up to another farm. Um, yeah. While we're driving, Kevin pulls out his mixtape and puts it in the cassette player. Uh, Kevin can't reach the cassette player because he's in the bed of the truck. Kevin regrets his life decisions. <laughs> so you approach from the south and you can see through the... Uh, Actually, over the fence, it's it's kind of a low fence, and you can easily see it over it from your vantage in the truck. That there's like a lot of uh, scrap machines in the yard. There's one car in front of that barn there. And then from where you can see, there is this barn over here has a big hole bashed in the side of it. And you can see some kind of light coming in from over there. All right. And then this main building over here appears to be just like a farmhouse. Are there any visible dinosaur tracks anywhere? Uh, give me an investigation check. <laughs> Not Cody's strong suit. Oh, Kevin's looking too. But I succeeded. Kevin's looking too. Okay. You do see there's a, over here in front of this hole, the earth has been churned up. And there's just a lot of... A lot of something that happened there, and it looks like something was dragged off uh, toward the north. You don't see anything that looks specifically like footprints, but there's, I mean, the, the ground is so torn up that it's kind of hard to tell. Okay. And are we out of the truck, or are we still in the truck? Uh, you have not said you're, you've gotten down, so you're still in the truck. Okay, good. Can we get through the fence in the truck, or no? The vehicle gate is closed. Okay. I mean, you could drive over it if you wanted to, but that seems kind of rude. <laughs> Indeed. To say nothing of the damage it would I mean, do to... I mean, flightness goes away <laughs> when velociraptors are involved. <laughs> Point taken. You guys see that busted up barn over there? Yeah. We, do you think we should go check it out? I I think I think we'd better. I don't want to walk but, right up to it, man. We need to stealth this thing out, dude. One second, just in case. And I I lay on the horn for a couple of seconds. Okay. And then watch. Uh, it echoes off of the, uh, the Rocky mountains nearby. You don't see or hear anything in response. Dude, what'd you do that for? It's uh, dinosaurs are scared of it. <laughs> oh, oh, I think. Okay, okay. I hope. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm tracking. Okay. But yeah, I think you're right. I think we should, I think we should head in and, uh, see what's going on. And be less loud than I just was. <laughs> You're getting out of the truck? Was that the plan? Yes. I am, yeah. And what are you doing oh, yeah. after that? I'm thinking move carefully through the gate. There's a gate here, right? Yes. Yeah, there we go. I'll move you all up a little bit. Yeah, Let's I'm thinking that check I, out the car and see if it's here. unlocked. That's what I'm thinking. All right, so I should I should describe some of this scrap over here since you're a little closer to it now. It's not like tractors and stuff like that. It actually looks kind of high-tech. Uh, there's pieces of what looks like it might have been a magnetrine ship, um, robot parts, mechanical arms, and all kinds of, of 
weird uh, servo mechanisms. Uh, you don't see any uh, any signs of light other than in that barn with the hole in it. Uh, so you're checking out the car? Kevin, you wanted to, yes. I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with them. All right, so the car is unlocked. The keys aren't in it, but, you know, apparently Lena doesn't uh, feel like there's too much uh, risk of burglars or anything. Uh, so she's left it unlocked. Is there anything cool in the glove compartment from like a just opening it and <laughs> glancing in there? There's an ohm meter. A what? An ohm meter. One of those uh, devices that you can use to measure electrical current. And the usual assortment of papers and receipts jammed into it. Uh, a couple of unpaid parking tickets. Uh, and in the back seat, there is a rumpled white lab coat with that yin yang sing- symbol on the breast. Dude, guys, you see that symbol? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the symbol. Okay, so uh-huh. she's a part of this thing, man. We gotta, we gotta tread lightly here. We gotta be careful. Dude. All right. The uh, are you checking out that barn that you're right next so to? So what I'd like to do, guys, is uh, after we check out the car, I want to slip around, slip around this building to the right, and go up near the fence, so I can peek around. All right. So Joe Mars. Kind of over this side. Yeah, up, up towards the, the edge of the barn where there's a little bit of wall. I want to see if I can okay. peek around. Uh, you know, we, there was a little bit of a light or something that we saw, so I want to... Is there anything that I can see? Uh, first, give me your sneak roll. Okay. Good night. Okay. <laughs> All right, you get up there. You see a weird machine. Uh, there's a... What looks like a synthesizer keyboard like a music synthesizer connected to a machine that looks like a large lantern lying on the ground facing straight up <laughs> and from the lantern there's this bright light that forms a large ring of light just kind of hanging vertically in the air in the middle of the ring there's an image of a jungle landscape as you watch you see an absolutely enormous bug fly by dragonfly as long as your arm uh oh! Did any of the guys come with me? Or are they still back at the car? Uh, I'm. Yeah, Kevin's with you. Billy, I'm not came with, you. with you. I'm kind of up here. Okay. Can you guys see what I'm seeing? Did you see that bug? Cody, come A over bug. here. Cody, yeah, I missed come it. Here. So I move up. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to whisper. <laughs> Cody, look over in that light. Yeah, that's. Is it's that like, the, a, like a jungle or something. Is it a portal? I don't know, dude. It doesn't look like an excellent adventure to me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to pick up a guitar, Adam. <laughs> a rock or something off the ground and try to throw it through the ring. All right. Uh, it goes through and lands inside that image. There's a little bit of a, a shimmering as it passes through. It looks like it. Almost like uh, kind of a jello effect. Classic time portal. Cool. (laughs) Can we see if any human has been in this barn recently? Can we tell that? It's hard to to say, at least on this side of the portal, because uh, there's so much debris strewn around. Um, Okay. And I will mention that the hole that was made in the side of the barn 
there's splinters and planks and everything, and they're all outside the barn. Okay. Oh. Everybody give me an investigate check, please. Oh. All right. So looking around uh, elsewhere in the barn, you can see that there, there appears to be some kind of a hatch in the floor behind the portal. All right. Can you, can you guys see what's in the floor over there? What is that? Is that a secret? It looks like a secret hatch. Oh, dude. Me. I've had enough with these hatches, I mean, hatches, how secret man. is it? <laughs> we I can mean, see it. <laughs> you, make, you make a good point. Is the hatch just kind of on its own, or is there any kind of wires or something going from the machine down into it? Uh, no, there's there's nothing that appears to be connecting the hatch to the machine. Okay. Not another hatch, Cody. Dude, the last time. You do see that there's some like electrical conduit that comes in. There's like electrical wires that go from the main building over to the wall. And then it goes into a conduit that goes down into the ground. Mm-hmm. So if there's a, a basement of some kind, it's probably got power. Cool. So Kevin wants to stick his bat through the portal. But like, you know, like part way just to see if it's and pull it back and see if it's still there. All right. You push it through and right as you do, that giant dragonfly appears again and lands on the end of your bat. It's pretty heavy. Okay. Do you pull it back out? <laughs> no, I let go. <laughs> oh, you let you let go of the bat? Yeah. All right, so you just let go of the bat. It falls to the Dude, ground. The dragonfly. <laughs> and where it intersects with the edge of that ring, it gets bisected. So now half of your bat is oh, on the, no. in that jungle, and the other half is still here in the barn with you. Okay. Glad I didn't stick my hand through. Yeah. So, but that didn't happen until it hit the edge of the of the uh, the ring of light. Oh, okay. So now you have a partial billy club, is what you're telling me. <laughs> Dude, what happened? What happened Sorry. to the the bat? Is it like, is the is it cauterized? He is it burnt he, or is it cut or what's up? He said there was the dragonfly that was landing on it. <laughs> but, but this half, it's it's not it up, burnt. Kevin. It won't hurt it's, you. Uh, <laughs> it looks like it's just been sheared really, really smoothly, like uh, not sawn or anything, but just like sliced right through. I'm not liking this, guys. Anybody need a haircut? <laughs> Okay, so let's be careful here. I'm I'm done with the portal looking, man. I don't I don't want to go in. <laughs> I really want to push Billy through. <laughs> Billy said he, he or no, it was you who said you had given to peer pressure, right? Or was it Billy on Discord? <laughs> it was me, but I'm like Billy. This is your chance. I'm thinking. Uh, so far, Billy has expressed enough paranoia that he's probably not going to go along with that. Fair enough. Oh, okay. I sadly lose a little respect for him. <laughs> he he gives a speech about uh, robots and dinosaurs and how dangerous things are <laughs> and how much he hates this town. It's going to be okay, Billy. It's going to be okay. It's probably a commie plot of some kind for sure. <laughs> All right, guys, are we going down this hatch or we don't want to check out the other buildings? What do we want to do? Of course we're going down the hatch. Are you serious? <laughs> I just I'm, told you. Dude, I've got a flashlight this time. I'm Dude. team hatch as well. 
All right, I'm going with you guys. I'm not going to stay out here by myself. Boy, when that show Lost comes on, you guys are really going to hate it, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, avoid the hatch. All right, so uh, you open the hatch up, and underneath there's a staircase leading down. All right. And it goes down into a dark basement, but fortunately, Kevin has his flashlight. Oh, yeah. Are we talking single file type staircase? Yeah, probably. Okay. It's All it's right. not a, actually. You know what? It's not dark down there. I didn't finish reading my description. The lights suddenly flash flash. No, on. the lights the lights have been on the entire time um, because what you've got down here is an incubation chamber. Oh. There are a whole bunch oh. of very large eggs oh, no. with some uh, really strong lights and fan heaters. There's about forty of them lying on beds of straw. And there are two robots uh, moving around, turning them occasionally, apparently ca- caring for them. The robots are painted blue, kind of sloppily. So and not they don't Isaac. respond to you. Nope, neither of them are Isaac. Um, and they don't respond to you coming in at all. What are we going to do, guys? Okay. I have a really big omelet. <laughs> wow. So it doesn't look, it looks like this is the only room down here? Yep, it's just one one big room. Dude, these are baby Damn. raptors, man. This is bogus. How do we know they're raptors? Maybe they're like they're with, duck dinosaurs they're every, or something. Oh, okay. So you think these are, you think these, oh, dude. Uh, there appears to be a variety of okay. different kinds of eggs. So there's probably more than one species. Okay. Do Are any of them like hatching right now? No. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> well, this is fun down here, guys. Let's go back. I'm all for that. Cody, you coming? Yep. I'm out. All right. We're, All we're right. out. So as you come up the stairs, you start hearing and even feeling thuds. Thud. Thud. Coming from nearby. There's something Uh-oh. very large approaching and walking around outside. Oh, we left those teenagers out there, didn't oh, we? Oh, gosh, I forgot about them. I totally think they would have stolen the truck. <laughs> you know what? That's true. They probably did. As soon as you guys went into the barn, you heard that uh, the engine start up and the, the truck moving away. Oh, of course. <laughs> well. <laughs> Billy's like Russians. <laughs> Way to go, Kevin. Put that idea in my head. <laughs> So, anybody know how to hotwire a car, Cody? I may. I may have to roll for it. <laughs> okay, so uh, I am wondering, though. Yeah, go. What What does the ring look like from the back? Because we went behind it, right, to get to the hatch. Oh, yeah. yeah that's an ex- excellent question. From the other side, it is still a window-like thing, except it's looking at a different piece of jungle. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, as you go kind of around it you would expect to like be able to see it edge on mm-hmm. but it kind of appears to turn with you no matter what direction what? you are facing it it looks like it's just a flat ring in the air wow oh that's wild cody it looks like this thing's moving with us man are you seeing what i'm seeing yeah now that you mention it kevin goes to the other side and like ask if we're seeing the same thing yeah i am dude this is weird <laughs> Okay, we're still hearing the thuds, right? 
Yes. <laughs> okay. How far away are we from the thuds? Can you show us on the map yet? I mean, it's it's kind of hard for you guys to uh, to tell what how far away it is. Okay. Okay. Um, because it seems like with as loud as it was to start with, that it should have already been here, but it's still getting even louder. Guys, I don't know what that is, but it sounds like it's gigantic. And it's coming from the north. You think it's like one of their guard guard things? Like Maybe it's the mama dinosaur. Oh, no. I just don't want to meet it really that no. badly. <laughs> is there any way that one of us can peek around what... Get up close to the wall, the opening, and peek around? Uh, there is certainly a way that you can do that. You have you a neck like right here. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to peek? I think Kevin's the best peeker of all. Uh, <laughs> Kevin's willing to do it. <laughs> he's feeling adventurous. He, he's charmed a dinosaur today. All right. Give me a sneak roll. He feels a lot less worse about this. Yes. All right. One success. Okay. You peek around the corner and you see our friend here. Oh, can you swap the two of them so I can see where, where they where he is? You see up there to the north? Uh... Wait, 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 wait. Uh-oh. <laughs> what do you see? Kevin, what do you see? Oh, we are so dead. It's a T-Rex. I mean, let's go back inside. <laughs> it's a what? Was was the T-Rex in uh, the popular pop culture uh, context oh, yes. in the 80s? Okay. Uh, oh, everybody yeah, knows Tyrannosaurus. Uh, did you just say it was a T-Rex? Uh... I think so. It's, uh, it sure is sounds like it. Huge and towering up above the trees, <sighs> such trees as there are here. Guys, we've got and to hide. Uh, we've got to hide. Still approaching, but it hasn't seen Kevin. Okay. All right. I'm thinking the hatch might be a good place to be this yes, time, guys. Yes. Yes. Hatch. Let's <laughs> and go. I run for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Same. Yeah. I'm right behind him. Now we're inside, so it still won't see us. Right. But you are, of course, now in the basement with nowhere really to go. And you can still feel it moving around out there. All right. So, guys, I've got... How did that thing fit? Did it come through the portal? I don't know. How did that work? I don't know. Also, what are we going to do about it? The barn is big enough to have let it let it through, but the portal is not. Yeah. Oh. I bet this is a teenage dinosaur. <laughs> how, what, how? Like it came through as a baby. Oh. How fast do T-Rexes grow? I don't know. I've never met one. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys now, now haven't, we have. uh, haven't really examined the machine yet. It's true. Oh. We totally look at the museum, uh, machine now. <laughs> so we've come back out of the hatch and we're looking at the machine. Okay. 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 I want to make sure I'm tracking it. Everybody who wants to examine it, make a calculate roll, please. I'm going to watch the door, the, the, the opening in the building. Okay. You put me inside there. I won't, mm. I'm feeling really scared. <laughs> yeah. You're all, you're all in okay. the, <laughs> in you. the barn. Okay. Cody's unsuccessful calculate. We'll let Billy take a whack at it, too. Unsurprisingly, not very good at it. What about Kevin? And like 15 successes, right? 
<laughs> That's weird. Oh, there you hey, go. There oh, go. my gosh. Oh, One yeah. die and he gets a wow. success. Wow. It's the jacket. You are the most charming guy <laughs> in the world. All right. I so, mean, uh, on your guitar. this uh, <laughs> synthesizer is connected to uh, the machine that's generating the portal. And you think probably that the portal is controlled by playing specific melodies on the synthesizer. That's so cool. I know it's okay. I think I saw this in a movie. Who knows how to play <laughs> piano? Well, Joe Martin. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, I think I saw. But there's no way of knowing what you would need to play to get any particular effect. Play "Don't Stop Believing" just to see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Could it maybe? Okay. <laughs> Could I try "Close to the Counters"? Uh, the theme for "Close." To... <laughs> um. <laughs> Before you do, yeah. give me a comprehend. Okay. Because I'm really not understanding what this Roll. dude's telling me. Yeah. What is the uh. chance this will kill me? <laughs> okay, so you want to try and play the Close Encounters Oh, thing? yes. Yes, I, I want to try. All right. Yeah, so. So you play it out. Okay. And in response, you hear that Tyrannosaur bellow oh, outside. Crap. No. <laughs> Kevin. It's coming closer. You can hear the thuds. Let's see. Wait, was the machine under, down, or? The machine is on the ground on the floor. floor. It's, it's uh... Guys, maybe the T-Rex will break the machine for us. Perfect. And then we just have to deal with it. <laughs> That's all. What? That's not a good plan. <laughs> no, you're right. No, dude, I'm, it's nothing personal, but I don't want to die down here. You're right. Uh, I would also point out that apparently the door to this uh, barn was in the spot that the T-Rex broke through. Mm -hmm. So if it comes around the corner, the, there's only one way out of this place. Through the hatch. Well, that's not out. That'll just <laughs> lead you to another place where you're even more trapped. Uh, but safe. <laughs> oh. What, what do you think, guys? Run or hide? Hey, we gotta hide, dude. We can't run. He's here. He's huge. Yeah. It's... All right. And and playing playing on the synth didn't do anything to the portal. Uh, no. He's not a fan. Encounters did not. Uh... <laughs> have any effect about this point that dragonfly comes back around again and flies out of the portal oh, crap. it's now buzzing around inside the barn all right how big was the dragonfly uh it's about the length of your arm so we can't ride it no <laughs> not, a, not all four of us at least oh my word oh can we get it to go outside and uh distract the t-rex Shoe fly, don't bother me. I mean, How are you going to do it? Good luck. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of something. That's a good idea, though. Oh. Can we try to leave the dragonfly outside? Whenever you move, it seems to spook it a little bit, and it tries to fly away from you. So all right. probably if you were to like oh, yeah. wave your arms and charge at it, it would fly outside. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do that. Okay. <laughs> How should I adjudicate this uh, one? I don't know. <laughs> 
This one sounds too scary to me. <laughs> All right, so you you wave your arms and the the dragonfly f- flies outside. Big loud buzzing noise, and you catch just a glimpse of the the king here, and it watches it goes go by, and then it turns back and looks inside the ball. No, don't move. I'm not moving. <laughs> I'm staying still. Its eyes dart from one of you to the next. All right. But Time to move. Starts to lower its head. <laughs> Where are you moving? Um, down the hatch. Behind, behind the portal. You duck around behind the portal. Okay. Is that what all of you are doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kevin's kind of looking it in the eyes. Does he get this vibe that it's got a heart of gold? Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why don't you give me an empathize roll and find oh, out? Oh, my word. Don't you? <laughs> oh, I'd rather give it... Ch- <laughs> well, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> you don't detect a heart of gold. Maybe a heart of flint. It appears to be smiling at you. What? Oh, that's... Oh. <laughs> that kind of smile. <laughs> By which I mean, uh, it's showing its teeth. This would be a sign of... Friendship, if this is a pigeon. <laughs> it's kind of settling back onto its haunches. Its head is going even lower. Its spine is almost parallel to the ground. Okay, I'm going to run over to the keyboard, and I'm going to give us a Rock Me Amadeus rendition. Amadeus, okay. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to hit it as hard um, as I can. <laughs> Amadeus has no effect on the portal, but... Apparently, it enrages the dinosaur, and it lunges forward straight at Kevin. No! Uh-oh. <laughs> I can't exactly make out what's going on, because I'm behind the portal. <laughs> you hear, hear it roar, and you hear Amadeus. Uh, I jump into the portal. <laughs> okay. Like, sidestep. <laughs> and... Into the portal. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Give me a move roll. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, Okay, I die. <laughs> no, you don't die. <laughs> Just got to decide exactly what you get, though. Uh, Which arm I lose? <laughs> well, you'd have to touch well, you're, the you're taking a condition. Yeah. So to- I feel like I might be scared. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Just, or, <laughs> yeah, just a little. <laughs> All right, so check scared. And you dive through the portal. And as soon as you do, you are suddenly, like, really overheated. It is warm and humid here. and Must be Texas. <laughs> so humid that, you know, being raised in the desert, you have a hard time getting a breath. Meanwhile, in the 20th century, the dinosaur has watched Kevin go through, and deprived of that snack, it swivels its head, and it's looking at Jomar. Oh, <laughs> yes, you see Kevin is now in that jungle. Okay, because just the the mechanics of this are really interesting to me. Because if <laughs> if the portal's already facing you, that would seem to suggest that as Kevin travels through the portal, I would see a slice of his body move through. I don't know. It's just weird. I like the idea, <laughs> but I, I understand that that's not, not from from your perspective. It looks like Cody should have been sliced in half because he jumped in like at the side of the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead, he just came right through and appears in the in the jungle. There's cool. like a little 
wobbly and a, and a bit of a flash of light. You don't quite see exactly how it happened, but he's in there now. Cool. All right. Sorry. Back to Jomar. I didn't mean to steal your Oh, thunder. dude, you're okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just caused this thing to look at me and get angry and try to attack our buddy. So I think the thunder's coming from him. All right. So my, my turn to decide, huh? I'm yep. going down the hatch. Okay. Give me a move roll. I better make it. At least that's something you're good at. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> so you get down the hatch with no no problems. The dinosaur kind of follows you around with its head. And, of course, that get brings it in sight of Cody and Billy. So now it's looking at you, Cody. My goal is to move and use the portal as a shield. You know, like keep it. <laughs> Keep, keep it between, between me and the there. dinosaur. Because if it's always facing me, then that means it has to go through the portal. Ooh. This is my theory, which means that it would get it would cut parts of its body off. Right, because it can't fit. Yep. Alright, so give me a move roll. Alright. Yes. Alright. So you successfully dodge back around the, the portal. But what you don't count on is the fact that a tyrannosaur is tall. Okay. And it decides yeah. to just Stand up and look over the top of the portal at you. <laughs> okay. Uh, then I'm, can I dive through too and join Kevin? <laughs> you certainly can. Give me another move. Oh, another one. Uh... Whoa! Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah! I'm good at movement. What do I get for bonuses? <laughs> can I take the T-Rex the doesn't notice me? Uh, sure, yeah. A- and, giving a su- and giving a success to Billy, if that... If that works. I'm going to have Billy go down the hatch with Jomar. Okay. All right. Just so he's not alone. As soon as you see the, the top of the the Tyrannosaurus head start to crest over that portal, you hop hop right through, and it looks over the top, and it doesn't see you. <laughs> and it backs away a little bit, and it looks down at the portal, and suddenly it does see you. And it, it, it darts its head down to try and to snap at you. But uh, since it can't fit its head through the thing, it gets... Like part of its its uh, upper lip and one of its teeth uh, sliced Ooh. off, Ooh. and since it's standing kind of over you, you get a nice bath uh, shower of tyrannosaur blood. <gasps> Ugh. <laughs> Gross. Gag me with a spoon. And it it roars and uh, takes off and bashes yet another hole in the side of the barn, <laughs> and disappears off into the forest. All right. What's the situation like in here? Like, is there just another portal? Uh, yeah, from your perspective, uh, there's another ring hanging hanging in the air. Okay. And again, no matter what direction you face it from, it appears to be two-dimensional and facing you. Okay. Nearby, in the jungle, there is what appears to be a path that's been cut by blades, like machetes. Okay. Uh, off into the jungle. Oh, cool. We're totally following it. Kevin. We should get the others first, don't you think? Do, I mean, there's this dino. Do you remember what we were running from? It ran away. <laughs> we're we're fine. Look, and I ju- I gesture at the tooth. Will the tooth fit in my pocket? Uh no. Can make a necklace. It might fit in your backpack. <laughs> oh, I shove it in my backpack. I'm keeping that. Oh, gross! <laughs> you have T Rex gore all over your backpack now. That'll be something to explain when we go back to school. <laughs> if I ever get back to school. <laughs> All right. So the dinosaur did run away. Right. Uh, we can see that, right? You can see it, but you can't hear. Uh, it's passed out of uh, out of sight now. 
and you can't hear anything from the other side of the portal, so you don't know if it's still making noise or not. Back in the barn, Jomar and Billy can hear that the thuds appear to be receding into the distance. Yeah, we heard it. You hear the dinosaur so I think... knock over a tree. Okay, so we're gonna um, we're gonna kind of pop our heads out of the out of the hatch there and kind of look around. All right. Think, uh, come on, Billy. I think the coast is clear, man. Oh man, that was too much, dude. This I I can't I can't do this. I think anymore. I soiled my armor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are the other two? I don't see them around here. Wait a minute. They went through. Th- I w- if I. If I see them, I wave at them Billy, through the portal. You see them waving at us through the portal? Oh, of course they did. Okay. Do we follow them or what? Well, it's either that or leave Kevin in 1 million BC. Dude, I don't like this, man. I guess. Well, it is what it is. I guess we'll go in. You want you want dibs? Uh, after oh. you. Okay. All right. Do you need a move roll? Uh, no, you're not under threat right okay. now, so you can step carefully through without right. risking getting your foot cut off. Hop over into the uh, portal. Promotional considerations provided by... Are your standard weed killers just not cutting it? Tired of Mother Nature sticking her head where it doesn't belong? Now you're ready to switch to Bioscourge. Bioscourge is not an herbicide, it's a botanical annihilant with a powerful active ingredient with a half-life of 13 years. Bioscourge, when you're ready to take care of weeds, for good. Check your local ordinances restrictions may apply. It is illegal to speak the name of Bioscourge in the state of California. Uh, So you see the same thing I described uh, before. It's a jungle, very warm and humid. By now, the high oxygen content is starting to make Kevin and Cody a little bit dizzy. Their vision is, is a little squimmy and there's a rushing sound in your ears. Uh, and you see that uh, path cut into the forest. Hey guys, okay, somebody. what's going on? Dude, we're totally in that movie. Which movie? That movie? Well, I mean, there's several movies involved right now. <laughs> there's no You mean the dinosaurs ones that hadn't come out yet, you mean? Not like uh, King Kong. Uh, wait a minute. You saw King Kong? I mean, not yet. <laughs> Dude, and I don't have my comb. This is going to be a bad hair day again. It's so hot out here. <laughs> you may still have the comb. It's just no longer your iconic item. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I may have to have to do something about that. Where, where are we going to go, guys? We're going to take this path you, you guys were looking at? Oh, I still have my walkie-talkie, don't I? Yes. I like pull it out and do a quick scan just to see if I get anything. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Do I hear Keith Richards? <laughs> no, but uh, give me your choice of a program tinker or calculate role. Okay, I'm gonna do a program. All right, you don't. Uh, you sweep through all the all the channels that are available on the walkie-talkie, and you don't hear anything. It's all just static. Okay. Well, guys, shall we do some Jumanji-style adventuring? After you, buddy. I say yes. After you. This does remind me of Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little wetter. Extreme South Texas, right? (laughs) Yes. Kevin, don't get us in trouble anymore, dude. If we're going to go with you. Have I ever got us in trouble? 
<laughs> well, there was that time with the dog. Oh, hey, that's back in the 80s. <laughs> Quit living in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you set off down the path, and uh, it takes you quite a bit of walking, maybe like 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, the vines are grabbing at your shoes, and there's all kinds of extremely large insects. Occasionally, you see a pterosaur fly by overhead. But eventually, the... Do I see a, hmm? a giant, like, mango or banana? Because I'm going to eat it if there is, I do. <laughs> uh, yes, you see a, a giant piece of fruit of some kind. Give me a comprehend roll. <laughs> Okay, this is not uh, Kevin's strong suit, but okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, being really excited to eat the prehistoric fruit, you don't study it too closely before you grab it. And uh, it's covered in those all those little like hair-like spines. Uh, and you brush some of those and you get them like in your hand and it's like really itchy. Uh, but it's oh, not on the man. fruit itself. It's just like on the, on the leaf uh, that you're brushed up against. Uh, so you pull down this giant looks like a cross between a mango and an orange. All right. You borrow Is there enough to share with the class. Oh, there's, there's plenty, <laughs> <laughs> but it does. I smear a little on my itchy arm. <laughs> that just makes it burn. Cause health. Oh no. <laughs> I regret many more decisions. <laughs> <laughs> it does take Billy's knife to cut through the rind. It's really thick. And there's a surprisingly not quite as much fruit inside as you would, had expected to. It's it's got that that stringy like white stuff that a bad orange gets, but oh, it is it is juicy and tasty. Oh, that's not disappointing. <laughs> so would it be more? Would this? Uh, can you tell us if we can tell? Is it sweeter or salty? Ah, uh, it's sweet. It's kind of citrusy, a little okay. a little acidic. That's why it's burning Kevin's arm. How's your arm there, Kev? I'll walk it off. <laughs> totally. And I make air guitar. I'm like, dude, we just ate prehistoric fruit. <laughs> cool. And we keep going. Right. <laughs> and you're you're walking for a little while, and out in front of you, this this strange rodent kind of thing runs across your path. Actually, I think I have a picture of that guy. Is it of unusual size? It is oh, a yeah. rodent of unusual size. Yes. <laughs> Just gonna Kevin ask doesn't that. believe in him. <laughs> I was just going to ask that. That guy? Uh, yep. Are you a... Oh, I got a, a picture of the giant giant uh, dragonfly also there. <gasps> nice. Wow. Those eyes. <laughs> and eventually, uh, the jungle opens out onto the shore of a big lake. And it, this this lake stretches as, as far as you can see. It's It's huge. And down the shore a little ways, you can see what appears to be a crocodile. And it takes you a moment of, of looking at it to realize that it's not as close as it appeared to be at first. It's just a really big crocodile. Uh, and it slithers down into the oh, water as you watch. keeps getting better and better. I'm not uh, thinking better. <laughs> uh, up in the sky, you can see more pterosaurs and some, some large birds wheeling around. Every once in a while, one dives down into the lake and comes back up with a fish or something that resembles a fish anyway. Looking the other direction away from the crocodile, you see that there's a large tree, big as a skyscraper, and there is a ladder descending from the lower branches of the tree. 
looking up, you can see that there's kind of a treehouse up there. Oh, cool, guys. I think we found George of the Jungle. Nice. You're going <laughs> to so tell me we're going to investigate now, right? Of course. Okay. Uh, Kevin's going to start climbing first. Okay. Are the rest of you following him up? Yep. Yeah, I can't leave him to himself. <laughs> Probably smart. <laughs> I mean, he is my bro, so we got to look out for him. All right, so it's uh, pretty high up there. It's about 50 feet, and you come wow. up through a, uh, a hatch in the floor of this treehouse. And inside, there's a bed, some crates, a lot of jungle gear, survival gear stacked up every- everywhere. The remains of a broken robot with looks like machetes on its arms. Oh, cool. And in the bed is that scientist that you are already a little familiar with, Lena. She appears to be asleep and she's covered in sweat. She's like sweated through her clothes and she's not not under the covers. They've been thrown on the ground. She looks like she's got a fever or something or just because it's hot. Yeah, she looks she looks feverish. Oh, she ate the bad fruit. She's also got a uh, some kind of a rash on her face. Should we wake her up? No. <laughs> you just want to... Uh, how are we going to shut the portal down and get that T-Rex back, man? You just want to live here? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what as I thought. Soon as, you, as soon as you start talking to each other, Lena kind of stirs. And she... Her eyes open up. They appear to be all gummy from the, the sleep and the fever. She says, oh, oh, I do. I, I, I know you, don't I? Who, who are you? I'm Dr. Peabody. Peabody. Are you from, did DARPA send someone? No, you're not, you're not a doctor. You're too young. Who, who are, who are you? Um. I kind of look at Kevin, like, I mean, not at Kevin. <laughs> I look at uh, <laughs> Cody for, like, ideas. Uh, we're just uh, concerned citizens. <laughs> Please, you've, you've, you've got to get me out of here. So, so sick. I have antibiotics at home, but not, I need them. Get me what out. happened? How did you how'd you get sick? There's there's sicknesses here that we don't we don't have immunities to anymore. I I caught some prehistoric bug. Oh and shh I think that there's something up in this tree. Something. Why is it always something? I'm looking around. Give me an investigation check. Kevin's looking around too and not finding anything. <laughs> oh, wait. Man. There's a uh, kind of like a, a, you know, those, those kind of rattan window blinds, the roll, roll down type. Mm. Yep. Uh, there's one of those uh, covering one of the windows, but looking just like at the edge of it, you can see it looks like kind of splintered there as though something broke through it. And an examination of that robot reveals that it's not just broken down. It's actually been smashed by something. Mm. Oh, Cody, you want to help our investigation here, bro? Sure. I can offer very little. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah. another success. <laughs> All right. Lena says, I'm, I'm not sure what it was. I was, I was asleep. Uh, smashed the robot, though. Um, it, didn't, it didn't come in. So I think whatever it was was large. Oh, no. And if it's up in the tree, then either it's, it's a climbing creature or, or it's winged. I suspect maybe t- t- Tyrannodon or something like that. Please, shh. You don't want to attract its attention. Guys, we've got to get her out of here, but we're going to... How can we be safe about this? <sighs> I want to go poke at the remains of the robot. See if there's anything useful other than the machetes. There's not really anything... Well, actually, give me a tinker roll. Nope. Nope. Uh, there doesn't appear to be much of anything of use with the robot. It's it's pretty thoroughly smashed. You can probably detach those those machetes. Ooh, good idea. Yep, let's do that. And uh, okay, so give one to, I think we're all taking one to machetes, Jomar. probably. <laughs> Billy will stick with his iconic knife. Good old cable. So, Cody, Cody, you and I'll carry the machetes. Sure. Okay, Kevin. Dude, don't say carry. Say wield. It's cooler. <laughs> You're right. Machete's equipped. Yep. <laughs> we shall vanquish the foul foe. Sorry. Okay. So, Kevin, you're you're going to have to help the doctor, and we're going to have to protect you guys. How are we going to get her down the ladder? Can you, can you climb? Are you going to be all right? I can help a little bit, I think. Um... If you have rope or something to help. I do. And I pull out my lasso. Excellent. So you're getting a, uh, a little bit of a harness made up for, uh, for Lena. At some point, she, she stumbles a little bit and kind of kicks that robot, makes a clanking sound. And the entire treehouse just shakes a little bit. And you hear a, a, a really loud basso squawk from outside. And she says, Oh no, I think, I think I woke it up quickly, quickly down the, down the ladder. Woke what up? <laughs> and about that moment, a giant beak pokes through that rattan covering. And you see that there is indeed a pterosaur of some kind outside. Does it look mildly styled? Dented trouble. <laughs> yes, it's it's similar to a pigeon, but longer in the beak, and about seventy or eighty times that size. <laughs> okay, so maybe cool. a relative. All right, I'm gonna take a. As Kevin tries to help lower her down, I'm gonna take a swipe at that beak with a machete. <laughs> okay, as as hard as I can to try to fend off so that so that we can get her get her out. So ex- extended trouble. So we need. What are we working on? 12 total successes. Uh, let's see. There are three of you, so okay. only nine. So we're not using Billy. Yeah, Billy's not going to contribute. Billy's a passenger. All right. He'll 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 be part of the narrative, but not making rolls. Okay. Can we have him help Kevin with the um, roping her down? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All right, what do you need from me? Uh, so are you making a force roll for your contribution? Yeah. Cause I, I really do want to swing about as hard as I can on, on that beak. All right. And then what about Cody? 
Uh, so you're just going to try to hit the beak directly. I wonder if I can try to... Dang it, I don't have my lasso to use. Well, remember that this this entire thing is part of the, the extended trouble. So oh, if okay. your contribution is using the lasso for moving Lena, I would accept it as a tinker or a move roll. Okay. As your contribution. Cool. Um, that doesn't necessarily need to be the only thing that you're doing, but that's what you'd be rolling for. Yeah, okay. Yeah, then, then I'll contribute move and with the lasso. But yeah, I'd, okay. I'd like to do that. Um, I'm trying to figure out a good way to do what I'm thinking. But what I'm kind of thinking of trying to do is, so how is this, the covering of this tent thing anchored? Like, I'm wondering if I can cut, like, the end of it that's away from the the beak so we can try to, like, somehow kind fold it over it. and tangle it up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we'll say it's it's tied together with bits of vine kind of lashed together so you can cut that stuff away and fold it up. What about Kevin? Kevin is thinking about <laughs> um, putting on his jacket and pretending to be a baby dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, a baby flying dinosaur? Actually, there was another investigation check made that I didn't actually give you a whole lot more data about. There is a bag. We'll say Kevin kind of kicks it over a little bit uh, as he's moving around. And there are... Classic Kevin. <laughs> there are three eggs inside that bag. Oh, okay. <laughs> this complicate th complicates things. Um, I'm going to roll contact to see if I know any of the eggs. <laughs> Okay, that was a joke. It's <laughs> a good one. He's a smoothie. Um, I mean, it would be believable, right? If I was wearing my jacket, because it's leather. This is a leather-skinned bird. <laughs> I guess if you try to like, it, um, mimic its its cry. Yeah, like I've spent a lot of time around pigeons. I know vaguely what birds and like a lizard sounds like at the same time. All right. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna coo like. A pigeon, but with a little more reptile. <laughs> I'm going to need you to actually make that sound for me so I can evaluate. Okay, so there's the coo coo. But it's like, oh, what do lizards sound like? Okay, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're reptiles of some sort. So, okay. So you're going to oh, shout man, cowabunga? Cowabunga? Cowabunga. <laughs> wow. Cowabunga. <laughs> I'm trying to sound non-threatening, was... but also like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. I will permit you to attempt to make pterosaur noises in an attempt to do what? Well, to charm it into not eating us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Kevin's making a weird charm roll. Okay. Uh, does my jacket help since it's showing that I, I'm the same type of animal as him? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess dinosaurs have kind of leathery skin, right? You can you can kind of pull the the pull it out so that it looks like wings and flap. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. We just watched a movie about airplanes, so I, I know how they work. <laughs> Billy is is shaking his head and muttering something to himself, and uh, 
competently helping Lena get down the ladder. All right, so make your rolls. (laughs) All right. Nice. Oh, that was disappointing. (laughs) Well, that's two. That's a total of five. So uh, if I have two successes, I roll a nine. So I could roll seven more and take a condition, right? Yes. Have you used your pride yet? No. So yeah, I'll I'll let the the others go while I think of how I'm going to do that. Jomar's got one success. Oh, you don't have any points in force? Uh, no, I do not. Well, that's impressive, then. You got one success on a single die. I know. <laughs> I was just like, whoa, it actually worked. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> uh, however, that means that you don't have any uh, ability to push that roll. Okay. Okay. And obviously, luck would be a bad Oops. idea since you rolled your success. <laughs> However, can you apply your pride oh. to the situation? Um, you know, musically adept. I I could I could um I could sing to this. Um birdies in the treetops all day long. And and try to woo it with me. Music soothes the savage beast. I, you know, and I'm going to make it sound like Johnny Mathis. I just <laughs> totally. All right. Well, that takes us to six. All right. <laughs> and I, I'm not sure. Got to Google Johnny if I'm, Mathis if I'm real quick. Working counter to Jomar and Kevin's efforts, then, but yeah, I'd like to proceed with my plan after lowering, uh, helping lower the doctor down. I want to proceed with my plan of slicing the anchor of the tent and then grabbing the fabric and like trying to throw it over the the thing and hit it you know kind of body slam it Just, as okay. i throw the the tent over its head or attempt to. i think it's a i think it's a great plan cody go for it you distract and, uh, it and i'll <laughs> try to dude, tackle with, it with with my serenading it is distracted can you apply your pride in this situation I think that's fighting. I'd count. Well, I was, what I would say would be that uh, this is a, a moral and ethical choice here that you're making to rescue the person who's been causing so much trouble. It's the right thing to do. She's in oh, danger. Yeah. You've got to okay. help her. That's true. Okay. Wow. Captain America. It's also, I, <laughs> I'll have to remember that framing. It's also highly self-interested. <laughs> yes. Well, you know. <laughs> It's all the way you slant it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, can you apply your pride? I mean, always. <laughs> <laughs> you are I immensely mean, charming. <laughs> and I mean, I've studied pigeons so much, and I just feel a deep kinship with birds. And there's no way <laughs> I could not charm a bird when it really matters. <laughs> all right. Well. So at this point, so who's got the most... Ability to push here. Probably me. <laughs> well, let's see. 9, 11, minus 1, you're at 10. And Cody's at 9. So, yeah. So, Kevin, if you would like to take a condition, you may push your roll and roll an additional 9 dice. No, 8 dice. Um, you got so, successes so far. Let's see. And how many successes do we? are we lacking? You right only now? need one more. So I've got, I rolled two. I, I don't, do I keep those? Yeah, you, you do keep those. You would roll... Oh, I do? Yeah. Well, yeah, of course I'm doing this. 
and I'm going to push myself and be uh, let's see, injured. I'm going to sprain my arm while flapping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Wow. Get tangled in your jacket. 8d6, and there's your last success. Nice. Wow. All right, so Kevin's amazing performance, flapping his arms and squawking, entrances the beast. It's kind of cocking its head back and forth, trying to figure out, is that one of... is. Is that mine? <laughs> and in the meantime, uh, Jomar starts singing his song. And the pterosaur looks back over that. It's like, yes, that's that's strangely pleasant. I rather like. Oh, my goodness. There's a, here comes the roof. <laughs> and so the pterosaur is thrashing around trying to get loose from the uh, all of this treehouse that's suddenly fallen on its head, giving you enough time to get down to the ground and into the cover of the jungle. Whew. Between the four of you, it's, it's pretty exhausting work, especially with the heat, the humidity, and the extra oxygen content just make, kind of making you all dizzy and blurry. But you do eventually manage to get Lena back out into the uh, 20th century. And she's lying, panting on the ground. She says, have to... Have to close the portal. <sighs> Need the songbook. Get the get songbook. Is it? Do you have it? Is it in your house? Ah, uh, yeah, yes, in the house on the on the dining room table. Can we hear the T Rex at all? Um. Yes, you do hear it moving around outside somewhere to the. Uh, East. All right. Well, I'm just going to try to rush to the house then. Okay. Anybody else joining him? Oh, yeah. I'm coming. Yeah, I'm behind him. Okay. Everybody give me a move roll. All right. Whoa. I think we're good. <laughs> now that's a move roll. Man. He moonwalks to the building. <laughs> <laughs> Silently. And helping you guys. <laughs> All right, dude. You easily get over to the main building without the Tyrannosaur detecting that you're moving around at all. And as soon as you step through the door, Billy looks looks down the hallway into the kitchen and says, Ah, oh, man, it's Isaac. What? And indeed, the robot Isaac is, is there. Okay, I'm going to push past Billy and go up and talk to Isaac. He says, Ah. It is a delight to see you again, gentlemen. Isaac, How are you? it's good to see you. Um, we're good. We're good. Uh, I've got my friends with me. Um, and as soon as you come into the kitchen, a very exuberant golden retriever comes up and starts sniffing you and licking you and saying hi. Yes. I can redeem myself. <laughs> Carefully. Isaac, <laughs> Isaac, I have a question. Or Can I ask? Of course. Please answer any um, of your questions. Thank you. Thank you. There, There is a, a music book that we need to find. Where Do you know where that music book might be? Oh, yes, of course. Of course, out here in the, in the living room. All right. He leads you out. Let's see. Uh, find the uh, description of the house here. Uh, there's bookshelves all over the place. There's a, a record player with the... Uh, Complete opera, The Ring of the Nibelung, and Richard Wagner's autobiography, Mein Lieben. 
Oh my goodness. Nice. The bookshelf are filled with uh <laughs> I am not sure, but it's it's more than three. It's a long <laughs> opera. Comprehensive. Uh the bookshelves are filled with science books, and there's uh photographs with gold frames on the walls. All of them are in Le- are of Lena in grandiose poses. And on the kitchen on the dining room table, there is a book with the title Learning to Play the Synthesizer, Popular Songs for Beginners. Cool. <laughs> the list of songs in the book are Let It Be by the Beatles. Nice. Yesterday by the Beatles. Oh, that's not the one. Not the Lean one. on Me by Bill Withers. Nice. Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Wow. What a Wonderful World, Louis Armstrong. The Final Countdown by Europe. Where the Streets Have No Name by U2. At Last by Etta James. Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. And Eternal Flame by The Bengals. Wow. I think we know which one we're playing. (laughs) Okay. So Isaac Isaac just pointed us to the book or he handed it to us? Uh, He just pointed it out to you. Uh, Okay. Okay. So we've kind of thumbed through and we're able to see some of these. Right. I mean, there's a, there's a list of the songs on the back of it. Okay. So. Oh, okay. Some pretty cool songs on here, guys. Yeah. We'd uh, best get back and close that portal. And Before we leave. Deal with the um, T-Rex. Yeah. Isaac, uh, I, can I ask you another question? Of course. The Tyrannosaurus Rex that's out there. Uh, is he yes. a pet? A pet? No, oh no, no, no. A threat, certainly, but not a pet. Okay. He seems very um, pleased at the rhyme. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good rhyme. Um, <laughs> did, how Don't how often him. does he come around? Well, it seems to come around um, every hour or so. Longer if it's out hunting, but oh uh, I believe it's it's made its lair somewhere nearby. Every once in a while, it in, investigates that barn out there, trying to. See if it can find a way to get back through, but unfortunately, the portal is too small at the moment. All right, guys, we're we're batting a thousand, but I, I guess we make our way back. Right, and I will say that uh, Cody's amazing move roll from earlier will get you back to the barn without having to roll again. Cool. All right, so I'll I'm gonna bring the book over to Lena, uh, Miss Lena. I've I've got I've got your song book. Um, what do we do with it? Uh, she is unresponsive and delirious. Oh, great. Okay, well, uh, Jomar. Kevin, do you have any more of that to... fruit? <laughs> Maybe she needs something I mean, to eat. a little in my pocket, but I don't think she wants to eat that. You know what? Would um, would Isaac be able to help her? You think we should go get Isaac? He's totally a robot. I mean... Maybe. Yeah, but he's like really smart, right? Oh, and by the way, Goldie has followed you out and is licking Lena's face. Oh, sweet. Okay, that's good. <laughs> That'll take care of the wounds. I don't know, Joe Mar. Isaac, Isaac's all right, but I I trust your your musical sense more than his, if I'm honest. Okay. Okay. All right, we got to close this portal, guys. I'm I'm putting the cards down on the table on the final countdown. What I do you mean, think? I mean. How, how, how do they even, is this like some sort of chemical code we're typing in or did she just pick a song? But yeah, let's do it. I'm not sure. This is a silly way to, (laughs) very silly way to control a 
time machine, <laughs> if you ask me. Well, she is a bad scientist. I, th- I think so too, but I don't. Do you, I mean, do you guys think there's another song that she would actually have to open and close the portal? I mean, maybe it's a little on the nose, but yesterday seems like the one to me. Or maybe okay. that's to open it. I'm not sure. Is there a different? Are there different songs to do different things? Yeah, there's like there's like seven or eight songs on here, man. I, I would think that. I don't know. I, Kevin, what do you think? I trust you, Joe Mar. Okay. I mean, the streets probably have no name where where, where that went. It's because there <laughs> weren't any streets, dude. Valid point. So you gonna play the, one? Where the streets are, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it could be what a wonderful world. That you know, that might have something to do with it. I mean, the final countdown could cause self-destruction. I mean... Yeah, and it could bring that crazy T-Rex back, too. Well, we have to deal with the T-Rex one where are the other guys. Well, I'd much rather have the portal open if we're dealing with that T-Rex. Because whatever you did the last time, Cody, I didn't get to see it, but I sure heard it scream. I bet it closes when we finish the song. Okay. So the T-Rex can come, hop in there, and we're good. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm uh, guys. I'm still kind of leaning on final countdown. I. Right. I mean, look at it this way: if this is the last song you ever play, <laughs> you want it to be the final countdown, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, Europe, right? Yeah. Totally cool. Have you? I s- look over the lyrics. <laughs> Have you seen their hair? I mean. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it out there where I can, you know, kind of glance at it a little bit because I know the I know the chorus really well, mm-hmm. you know. But I want to make sure I'm getting this down right. Do do I notice any odd notations, maybe hand scribbled notes or a refrain that's been highlighted or something about this song that might lead me to know I play it a certain way or uh, give me an investigate check. Okay. All right. Uh, you do notice that some of the songs definitely appear to have been, books been open to those songs more frequently than others. Uh, and the final countdown is definitely one of those songs. The ones that appear okay. not to have been uh, used very much, uh, Where the Streets Have No Name, At Last, Sweet Caroline, Billie Jean, and Lean On Me. All right, guys, it looks like, it looks like the, the book is fairly used in some of these sections and I'm, I'm feeling, I'm still feeling pretty good about final countdown. So right. are, are we ready to, ready to try it? Let's, let's do it. All right. Okay. So you hit that baseline and da 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 And as you start playing, the music fills up that barn and the the portal starts to kind of shake and wobble a little bit more. And about the time that you get to the first, the final countdown, it just collapses. And there's a bright light, flash of light, and the portal is gone. The machine is off. That was awesome! I applaud politely. <laughs> I'm here all week. I applaud impolitely. <laughs> Tip your waitress, try the veal, I'm here all week. Goldie was very <laughs> excited about it and barks delightedly. Thank you, Goldie. Ooh, but she didn't jump in. Okay. 
I need this dog in one piece. Yes. Well, mission accomplished. So have we gotten any response from Goldie's licking of Lena as she has she come to at all? Uh she's still she kind of mutters a little bit, but she's still unconscious. Okay. Lena? Oh Lena. Antibiotics. Oh, oh yeah, cool. Um, do you have some in your pocket? No, dude, she said it's at her house. Let's just start okay. looting. Oh, you what? Okay. Dude, why don't you do the looting? Why don't we take her back to the house? Yeah, yeah let's take her back to the house. Let's go. All right. So you carry Lena back into the house, uh, followed by Goldie, of course. Yes. Uh, and as soon as you bring her in the door, uh, Isaac Caesar says, Oh, my, oh, my, master, what has happened? Antibiotics, Isaac. She said she needed antibiotics. antibiotics. Oh, she's fallen sick from something back then. She's very okay, sick. Okay. She's very sick, Isaac. So he goes in. Well, the... she was sick back then. <laughs> in the past. <laughs> but, yeah. Semantics, dude. Semantics. <laughs> so Isaac goes to the bathroom and finds uh, some medication uh, and says, get her, get her over there into the, put her on the couch. So you lay her on the couch. He gets a glass of water and the antibiotics. And does that thing where he he sticks them in her in her mouth, gives, gives her a little water and like strokes her throat to make her swallow. He says, "Hmm, she's she's in a bad way, I'm afraid, but well, hopefully the antibiotics will do their work, and I will try to get a doctor out here as soon as I can." Thank you, Isaac. Oh, of Thanks, course, of course. Good. Now, about that T Rex. Ah, yes, that is that is quite a problem. However, I think that it will solve itself in time after all there's there's certainly not enough food for something like that to eat around here for too long i mean as long as we don't stay oh that's true I mean, you would be boulder city man ah yes well boulder city is like a buffet i suspect if it gets anywhere close to the the town that it will be <clears throat> taken care of if you take my meaning there's a town the town you were just speaking of, Boulder City, Hemingway. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You remember that place we live in? <laughs> yes. I. Sorry, I've... it's been a while. Are, are you quite it's all right, sir? Oh, perhaps you need some med- medication, Cody. I must have swallowed a giant fly or something. Ah. <laughs> Kevin looks uh, dubiously at uh, Cody's belly, just in case. <laughs> Isaac, uh, do you know where Lena keeps her keys? Generally in her pocket. Because we would, it'd be nice to get home, but uh, we had some acquaintances uh, run off with our transportation, I'm afraid. <laughs> I see. Uh, well, if you don't mind me giving you a ride, I wouldn't mind giving you a lift back home. You would? Of course. You've done me a great favor, after all, bringing the master back home. You ready to go, guys? Uh, with Goldie, yeah. I think I am. I'm a little. I'm still a little hesitant about this T Rex, but you're going to steal her dog, Kevin. That's not her dog. That's the dog that you've been looking for this whole time. Oh, I had forgotten about the dog. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! That one. Yeah, the whole okay. reason we're out here. <laughs> Good call, Kevin. Good call. Good call, Kevin. Wow, one of you keeps your eye on the ball at least. <laughs> yeah. I think that the ball was not as a concern as the T Rex. 
<laughs> Kevin Kevin has a reputation to fix, though. No, yeah, he does. Credit to him. Yeah, he does. All right, Isaac. Thank you. That if you could get us back home, man, that'd be that'd be so awesome. That'd be epic. You all pile into the car. It's a little bit of a snug fit to get you all in there, especially with the dog wanting to lick everybody's face at the same time. But Isaac drives you back to the outskirts of Boulder. Actually, he uh, drives you back to where your bikes were. Mm. Yeah, he probably shouldn't drive so us into the, the bikes. <laughs> <laughs> As you go, you see occasional signs of more dinosaurs. Uh, I think I have more dinosaurs. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Oh, cool. Uh, but you don't see anything as hostile as the T-Rex or the Velociraptors on your way back. Good. Nice. Let's get another uh, scene from everyday life. How did we start all of this? Let's see, there was the kitchen table conversation with Cody's mom. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go to Christmas Day at Kevin's house. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. So everybody's all excited. You've got your eggnog, some Christmas cookies, whatever traditions that you you have on christmas morning are going on and uh, of course the christmas cheesecake christmas cheesecake <laughs> and of course the gift exchange and as expected that one box does indeed have legos oh, you nice. get the, the requisite socks and underwear but the crowning piece right, need those after the <laughs> <laughs> right the crowning gift uh this year is a Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, you know, the, the really wow. nice set with the light gun and three games with it. Whoa. I'm having to Google this. I've never used this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a decade or so early for Google. <laughs> Kevin, uh, Yahoo is it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty early for internet in your home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just picks up the party line and asks whatever old lady's on it. <laughs> right. Line. All right, so Jomar, do you have a scene that you would like? Uh, is it uh, Christmas for me as well? It can be. Okay, yep. So we had already gone to um, the uh, mass um, that morning, and together as a family, and you know Christmas mass and and everything was great. And so we've come back to the house, and we had a time of um, exchanging gifts amongst each other talking about, you know, the, the year that we've had and, you know, how great the Christmas season is. And uh, in the background, my favorite movie's playing. It's George C. Scott's version of A Christmas Carol. Love that movie. And I get distracted by that often. Um, it's, a, it's a great film. And so, um, you know, and then mom just kind of talks about, um, you know, we've got some ham and, and potato salad and, and some things that are, uh, that she's prepared the night before and uh, Krista helped her and, and uh, dad and I chimed in a little bit, but they wanted to kind of cook it for us and uh, get everything prepared. So we're, we're going to have that in a little while for our really big Christmas lunch. And so we're just kind of spending time as a family. What about Cody? What is Cody doing? Um, I've been wondering about changing my problem. I don't have an idea for a new one, mm -hmm. but I'm thinking that, Maybe I open up my uh, one of my Christmas gifts, and it's uh, skates. My dad, my dad's known that he wants that I uh, that I want to do hockey, All so right. he tells me 
you he, I don't want you joining the team yet, but you can learn to skate and right. uh, he says make uh, that your goal. He had nice. a nice conversation with that uh, hockey coach, Miss Starretta, and she seems to think that you're a, a young man who's got got a good head on his shoulders and that you'd be an asset to the sports teams in the, in the town. And, you know, I think it would be not the worst thing for you to develop some relationships in a team sport, you know. Not, none of this this solo stuff like the, the rodeo was, but... Uh, being on a team, I think that could be good for you. Thanks, Dad. Awesome. <laughs> and we don't have James with us, so we'll go ahead and skip uh, Billy's sad, lonely Christmas day. <laughs> oh, um, that was the last thing. The dog. Oh, the dog, right. So uh, you guys get back in town with Goldie. Of course, this is happening before your, your Christmas Christmas scenes. And you take her to Mr. Duchendoy's house. Dorf, Dusseldorf's house. He's got a a pretty nice house, actual green lawn, unlike most of the the homes in the area. You ring his doorbell, and he comes up. And uh, as he's approaching uh, from inside the house, you hear him singing in his low voice, "Lady, I'm your knight in shining armor, and I love you." And he opens the door. And, okay, we should. Uh, we should probably back away now. <laughs> he opens the door and uh, immediately sees his dog and says, Goldie, you found my dog. Oh, oh, Kevin. Hmm. Why do you have my dog? We found him. <laughs> I see. Well, th- thank, thank you. Uh, after that incident with Sargon going missing... Still wish I knew what happened to him. Don't we all? I was I was heartbroken to lose another dog. I'm I'm so glad that you brought her back to me. Now I suppose you boys will be wanting that reward, won't you? Um, Kevin's <laughs> kind of conflicted. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm conflicted too. Uh, well, he pulls out his wallet, counts out five crisp five dollar bills, and hands them to he hands them to Jomar as the oldest and most trustworthy looking one. <laughs> little does he know what <laughs> thank you sir thank you for for this and uh i'm glad you have your dog back oh thank you so much and he he leans down and the dog licks his face very happy to see him Aww. takes her inside and closes the door and resumes singing you have made me what i am and i am yours you know he doesn't sound too bad guys not bad at all. I look in disbelief yeah. at Joe Moore. <laughs> and I'm just going to, I'm going to kind of separate the bills and I'm going to hand one over to Kevin and wink at him and then hand one over to Cody and, uh, and then hand one over to, to Billy. Wait, wasn't the reward right. $50 or do I misread this? You misread that. It was 25. <laughs> oh, he still sort changed us. No, he didn't. Joe Moore just kept an extra bill. <laughs> I did. Wait, twenty five, right? He sent us five dollars, or did I mishear this? Five five, five dollar bills. Oh, dude, yes. Okay. All right. So I gave How one to Kevin. Dirt? I gave one to Cody. I gave one to Billy, and I've got one. That leaves one more. There's five of them. Okay, and I'm like, guys, how you want to split this one? Uh, um, 
I thought you were just going to quietly keep that other five dollars. No, no, I didn't. I didn't want to. It's not a very Joe yeah. move. Yeah, it's not, no, it's really not. Have been Billy but, uh, for sure. I mean, yeah. We need we need to pay for uh, what's her face, Mrs. Peabody's surgery, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's going to be like ten dollars, right? <laughs> Something like that. All right, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll give to the cause. Hey, Kevin, here's an extra. Uh, Here's an extra five for Mrs. Peabody. All right. Worthy cause. <laughs> All right. So let's talk experience points. Yay. Let me find my rule book here. All right. Jomar, were you in trouble because of your problem or relationships? No. Okay. What about Cody? Uh, I don't think I was either. Uh, Kevin? I mean, I kind of did this so I'd have money for Miss Peabody, and because of my rocky relationship with the principal. That's true. So that's worth an experience point for you. Uh, I'll go ahead and, I guess, answer Billy's questions for him. See, his problem was short on money. He had did this whole thing to get money for from the dog, so absolutely. Yep. Cool. Jomar, yes. did you use or struggle with your pride? I did use my pride. Yes, you did. You sang to that bird. Yes. Yes. And in fact, I think uh, playing the final countdown on the synthesizer counts too. Okay. <laughs> also, good Sweet. guess. That was indeed the correct answer. I yep, and that was a complete guess. <laughs> and opening the portal is indeed yesterday. Wow. Okay. Uh, let's see, Cody. Mm-hmm. Did you use or struggle with your pride? Yeah. Yeah, I helped get Lena out, even though she had caused the problem. <laughs> And Kevin, we oh, all know I mean, the answer to that. You were immensely charming once again. <laughs> it's kind of a catch-all. <laughs> and speaking of Lena, we really need to have a, a talk with her about um, mad scientist behavior and its consequences on society. Yes. Yes. We'll have an intervention, right? Yep. With Miss Peabody. Oh, wait, she's a surgeon. Right? Or something? Well, she built a surgery machine anyway. Uh, let's see. Okay. Billy did indeed act on his pride with the uh, conflict with the bullies. That's another experience point for him. Oh, yeah. That was great. Great. He rode that dinosaur. I feel like that's <laughs> a point in itself. <laughs> All right. Jomar, did you put yourself at risk for the other kids? Yes. When? I feel like uh, during the time when we were in the uh, tree. Oh, the treehouse. You did charge that I, pterosaur. I did want to charge the te- yep pterosaur. What about Cody? Yeah, I did something similar with fighting the thing off while we got her down. Well, heck, uh, you uh, engaged with uh, no, it was Billy that engaged with the the Velociraptors and threw the jacket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely put himself at risk. Yeah, I guess I put myself at risk too for for the other people, but. Yeah. Well, the truck. and when we were up in the uh, treehouse, you uh, cut those things and got that that uh, bird all wrapped up and stuff. About Kevin, I actually don't specifically remember one. Oh, I I remember a couple. I mean, like when you helped Billy charm that triceratops, that was a risky move. It's true. I mean, yeah, but I knew it was an herbivore so <laughs> yeah it was a herbivore okay, with yeah, really I... <laughs> long sharp horns and weighs five tons 
And trust me, if okay, you had, I remember uh, remembering the one time <laughs> I've been near cows. Yeah, okay, that was definite danger. <laughs> and then there was the time that you uh, uh, were the one to get out of the truck and and uh, deal with the gate when you're trying to escape the Velociraptors. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, yeah. I need hazard pay. <laughs> Rock and roll, man! You were really brave this time. <laughs> All right, Jomar, did you learn anything new? I don't think I did this time. What about Cody? Yeah, I can't think of anything in particular either. Kevin? I mean, I learned that there's a lot bigger world out there and that uh, you shouldn't eat everything you find <laughs> laying around. You shouldn't eat everything you find. I, yeah, nice. It's an yeah. important lesson. That's a great one, Kevin. Wow. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and just that in general, uh, being risky is dangerous, but it can pay off. All right. And I will penalize James for not being here and say he doesn't get to answer that question. <laughs> All right. So then at this point, if you need to modify anything about your, your character, this is the time to do it. Yeah, I got I to gotta think of a new problem, but I'll have a, I'll have a new one. I'm changing my anchor to Miss Peabody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I want to add my relationship with... What was that guy's name, the Vietnam vet? Uh, Jerry. Jerry, yeah. He's my weirdo friend I occasionally see. <laughs> are you gonna go? You're gonna go talk to him now more often. Now that I've been in the jungles too. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen some things. We have. <laughs> we have a bond. <laughs> uh, okay, a little bit uh, additional uh, denouement. You hear through the grapevine that those uh, three teenagers, Mara Muffin and Spike, eventually do manage to get find their way to Las Vegas. Okay. They, they apparently had met a, some members of a punk band at a concert and had decided that they wanted to get into the punk scene in Vegas. So they right. eventually do leave town to try and do that, but you don't hear anything more from them after that. There are rumors among the adults about some kind of wild animals making problems out of out up in the mountains. Um, but most people seem to think that it was mountain lions or bears or something like that. If, if you attempt to tell anybody that you saw dinosaurs, of course, they won't believe you. And eventually the, the dinosaurs will also come to starvation and, uh, and or freeze to death in the cooler temperate, cooler climate here. Although there will never be any evidence that they were ever there. Somebody cleans up after them. This has been Episode 7 of the Quantum Childhood Actual Play Podcast, Creatures from the Cretaceous, Part 2. Music for this episode is entitled Prepare for Their Fall, provided under a royalty-free license from Dark Fantasy Studios. The Tales from the Loop RPG is based on the art of Simon Stallenhog and uses the Year Zero game engine. More episodes of Quantum Childhood and of the Geek at Arms podcast can be found at geekatarms.com.